from the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders, we are the Forum for the Fan, the Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo, here's your host, Chris. Christopher Jason in the house. We are going to go over the upcoming weekend, which is AFC and NFC uh, playoff conference conference championship games. Both may just be epic. They just we might have two epic games here. I'm actually predicting that. Nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one is the number you must call on your dial to, to call into the Bleed Blue Show. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Bleed Blue Show. Bleed Blue Show. Bleed Blue Show. Bleed Blue Show. Jason, man, what's up, man? Chris, how's it going tonight, man? How you doing? Well, I'm doing okay, man. I mean, look, you know, it's it's. We may have some historic shit happen this weekend. I just feel it. I just feel it, man. This, this I, I, know. I think the teams. I think the teams that are here are supposed to be here. If you really look at it, you know, there's a throughout the season we had a lot of hype of different teams you know, from Miami to Philly and all of these guys. But the teams that really should be here should are here, I think. What's the take on that? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, Chris, what's, what's interesting is, you know, it started out with, what, uh, 12, 12 teams, and, you yeah. know, the 12 best teams made it. And through attrition, obviously the teams whittled down to where we're at now. But I'll tell you Correct. what, though, in a whole, in a whole, as a whole, this has been an amazing playoffs, and I look at this as the changing of the guard in the NFL. Whoa. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, I, I think – no, because I wouldn't have put it that way, and I, and I agree with that. You know, I think what's probably going to happen is that it's going to be something memorable. I just think that – remember that year – I think it was about 20 years ago, Jason, where, where Tom Brady wasn't really Tom Brady yet, but the tuck rule happened, the tuck thing happened against the Raiders, and destiny kind of changed. And ever since then, Tom Brady was Tom Brady, and the Patriots who were, were who they were, and Bill happened and all that kind of stuff. And it was a game where everybody was expecting the Raiders to roll over the Patriots because we couldn't believe they were there in the first place. And all of a sudden, and destiny basically changed. That's what I feel. It, it transcended. It, it transcended yes. Tom Brady into what Tom Brady is now for that one Absolutely. simple thing, just like you said, 20 years ago yes. to when he retired, that transcended Tom into the spotlight, just like what happened this past year with C.J. Stroud and Love. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yes. it just, it, it's a changing of the guard. Exactly. Exactly. And I think... There's something, a fumble, a, a, a pick six, a timely sack, sack uh, a crazy official's call. Something's going to happen this upcoming weekend that's going to make us go, what the? And always <laughs> does. It, 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 you know what, Chris? The best way to put, to put a spin on it or to put something, this is WWE entertainment. We're going to have something that is going to make us do exactly with what you just said. That is the entertainment mm. part of the NFL. I, I, I kind of agree with that. You know, you know, last week's um, Chiefs-Bills game was the most watched football game outside of a football, I mean, NFL game outside of a Super Bowl in history. It was actually bigger than other Super Bowls, some Super Bowls. And so the interest is already there. So now you're talking about two epic Possibly epic games this weekend coming. I can't see them being blowouts unless somebody really, really wets the bed. Um, That, yeah, you know, the potential is there. You're right. You're absolutely right. Well, you know, uh, on that note, we're not going to have a repeat, obviously, of last year between the Eagles and the 49ers. Brock Purdy has his arm this year. So we're going to get a competitive game any way you slice it and dice it. Cool. Correct, correct, correct. All right. Nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one. That's Jason, everybody. Uh, again, check us out Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. 
everywhere you can find us, the Bleed Blue Show, the Bleed Blue Show, the Bleed Blue Show. Uh, also, when you guys get a chance, check out the New York Knickerbocker Avenue Show and his fan page on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter right here on the Bleed Blue Show. It covers everything more than the Knicks, actually. The, 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 the conversation is fire, and, and also the NBA has been real interesting this year, so you're going to hear some conversation based on just that fact. Who's in the house? I bet you my lady blues here. I bet you. I just, I'm just, I'm guessing. Isn't she? Oh, yes, I'm here. Oh, what am I talking about? That's she is. What's up, girlfriend? No, lady happy blues. Friday Eve. All right, all right. You got you, I know you have an opinion on everything, and I can't wait to hear it. So hold on. Oh, just okay. a second. Dre Graham, where are you, man? I know you're there. What's up, homie? What's, what's, what's going on, everybody? Hey, Chris, I agree. I agree with everything that you said. Being something, something crazy is going to happen, except for a pick six, man. Dak is at home. Dak's not playing this week. What you mean the pick six? That's the only. That's the only pick six I can think of. <laughs> no, nah, I just you know so I'm wrong. just fucking around. I'm just fucking around. But that is, yeah, nah, nah, yeah, that it, is it, so wrong. That is so wrong. It's, it's, hey, yeah, I gotta tell you, Dre, and I'm not gonna talk about it right now, but I gotta tell you that these Eagle fans are in a state of panic right now down here with everything. Oh, <laughs> not here. But, you know, they are. They are. I they are in disarray. Oh my God! I love it. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Be right back. Be right back. That's good to know. The DWB Frontline Extraordinaire is in the house. What up, Chief? What's good, family? Hey, man. Listen, I want to thank you for something. I saw a post this morning where you said sometimes you just got to blast the jams in the crib and just let it take it from there. I feel that way almost all the time, and that was a therapeutic statement. Man, sometimes you just yeah, got to say effort, and you just got to blast your jams, man. You just got to blast the music. Sometimes the day ain't going your way, and you just got to turn the tunes on. And that was today for me, but I shout like, out to everybody, man. Yeah. And dance like nobody's watching. There you go. That's damn right. There you go. It was excellent. All right. Let's talk about this, y'all. Let's talk about this. Let's let's talk about what we're – what we what we need to see actually, as opposed to what we're gonna see, or what we hope to see, I guess. Okay, so the Kansas City Chiefs are gonna play the De- the Baltimore Ravens for the AFC Championship game at three o'clock um, Eastern Standard Time on Sunday, and right after that, the Detroit Lions. Yes, I just said that term. You heard me, Jason. Detroit Lions. What the hell? They will, they, will be facing, they will be on the road facing the San Francisco 49ers at 6.30 on Fox after that. Eric Hipple versus Brock Purdy. I, I, it's unbelievable to say the Lions. I, I'm actually really, really thrilled for them, y'all. I really am, man. I'm, I'm glad it's happening. But all right, let's go over to Kansas City and the uh, Baltimore game first. Y'all know what it is. The, the 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 Chiefs, you know, they're in the title game, AFC Chat title game for like the sixth straight year. Okay, that's a feather in the cap of Patrick Mahomes. He had an ordinary season, though, really, Jason. He it was, he, but he was on top of his game in, in the win over Buffalo. Now he's often at his best. Let's give him credit in the big game. So you can't really – y'all, before we – because I'm going around the house with this with y'all. It, it's kind of going to be a mistake to downgrade him here. On the other hand, the Ravens, they earned the number one seed in the AFC. Uh, Lamar Jackson, man, he's a legitimate MVP candidate. You know what he did. Uh, he threw two yeah. touchdown passes in that in that triumph over uh, Houston, and then he ran – he also ran for two. And his athletic ability, and this is what Dre Graham was, I was kind of alluded to, that, that, I think that might provide the difference in this game for the Ravens because they're favored by 3.5, I think. I didn't really look at it. I think it's 3.5. And uh, I'm going to go around the room. I want to see what you guys think of who, what's, ha- what's happening on the edge of this thing, man. Who's, who's, who's doing what? Carl C. Notes, are you in the house, brother? I think you are. I think that's you. I hope he is. is that, hey, what's up? In a minute. 
Yeah, that is. What's going on? What's going on, sir? Hey, man. Only three more games to go. Only three more three. Yeah, I normally go to you for the for the odds, bro. So I need you to to confirm that for me. What are the odds in this game? Chiefs versus uh, um, the Ravens. Uh, uh, Ravens are Ravens are favored by three and a half points. Okay, so all right. So that was because I thought that was old news that I that I wrote today. Okay. All right. Let's talk about it. Start with Lady Blue, her the famous Lady Blue. Nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one. Listeners, you are listening to the Bleed Blue Show. Chris and Jason on the line, trying to get a beat on what's going on this weekend. So, Lady Blue, what? How do you see this game unfolding? Honestly, I think it depends on how the refs call this game, and I'm and I and I'm so go. tired. I am so tired of saying this, but the refs have way too much control over a game. And I believe that it need, there needs to be a rule that if there's a 15-yard penalty or a pass interference or a, a penalty that changes the dynamic of a game, you should be allowed to challenge. Because it's just it's bullshit for me how much control the referees have of this game. It's just crazy. There are calls that are made that are questionable. There are calls that aren't made that are blatant. And it's just it, it's getting ridiculous. So I believe the ref are actually going to control this game. I really do because I, I don't. I honestly want Baltimore because I love the way Lamar Jackson's been playing this year. And I just, I think, here's the thing. If Kadarius Tony plays, they're guaranteed to lose. So, the, I'm going <laughs> to. Hey, hey, that's what we were joking about all weekend. Keep on sitting, Kadarius. No, he's, he actually has been in limited practice. Actually, Pacheco was in limited practice. Willie uh, Gay was in w- limited practice. So if Kadarius Tony plays, I have a feeling they're definitely going to lose because they've been playing much better with his ass on the bench. So we'll see. But honestly, I've, I'd like to see Baltimore. Honestly, I'd love to see Baltimore and Detroit in the Super Bowl, and I'd love actually for Detroit to win everything because I think they really deserve one after 32 okay. years of not being in the playoffs. Okay, so so tell me what 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 kind of percentage point would you give it? How much of a percent? How much of a chance do you give um, um, the Ravens to win this game? Then, uh, I. Me, honestly, I think they have a 75% chance of winning. Like Ooh. I said, it depends on the call. It really right. – because we've been noticing that more and more. I mean, look at even the Bills-Chiefs game. There was some – I mean, it was – even the announcers were shocked at some of the calls and some of the non-calls. It's just – it's getting ridiculous. And to me personally, I don't care if football games are extended by 30 fucking minutes. Either they, the games mm. get called correctly and they, right. and they win on their own merit and they don't win based on a call. I mean, because you know damn well if it's third and 15, third and 20, they're going to chuck the ball and hope for a pass interference. And half of them, when it's blatant that it's not pass interference, the rest are going to call it. And when it is gotcha. blatant, you know, they're wrapped around them, they don't call it. And to me, that's just bullshit. Referees okay. have just way too much control over the outcome of a game. And I All am right. seriously, after 50-plus years, I'm tired of it. <laughs> Got it. But I want Got the Ravens it. to win. Damn. There it is. That's Lady Blue. 929-477-4171, Bleed Blue Show. The show about the – I'm going I'm to take a little bit of the friends here, and I go, the one about the 2024 conference championship on Sunday, AFC and NFC. Dre Graham. Dre Graham. Dre Graham. This um, this this Chiefs this Chiefs game, man, with 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 uh, Baltimore. What what are you looking at there, bro? Who's, what's up with the edge? Yeah. What, what do you think? Listen, I see I see uh, Baltimore pulling it out, um, only because of the simple fact that you know you just mentioned that um, Mahomes actually had a mediocre season, like you said, but he still got it yeah. done. Um, and the main reason why he had a mediocre season was receivers fucking up. That wasn't <laughs> that, that that wasn't mainly on him. That was mainly on his receivers dropping passes, lining up all sides. We all know who did that. No name. We don't need to call no names oh, on that particular one. But, uh, 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, but um because of that, um I don't I don't think they're gonna be able to uh withstand Baltimore's defense. Now, granted, Rice is balling out of control. Rice got his act together and, and Rice is actually his go to guy now. So I look for Rice to have a have a have a good game, but I I don't think I don't think Rice and Kelsey I don't I don't think they can withstand all the other slack that that has to be picked up because uh, not only is Baltimore red hot, their damn colors is in the Super Bowl emblem. Little jokey joke joke right there. So we all know <laughs> we all know that's, that's gonna happen there. But uh, but but yeah, I got I. Uh, Let's 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 do scores. I say twenty four twenty one. Uh Baltimore. Last second field oh. goal. Last second field goal to win the game. All right. That's right, Graham. You heard him. All right. That's my man. Nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one. We're gonna move on to the DWB himself. You got the floor, sir. Uh he dropped. Okay, he'll be back. He'll be back. He'll be back. Carl and C notes. We're talking Chiefs Man, and um, and at Ravens. Man, this yes, game sir. is so this game is so much fun. Um, both sides, like let's put it this way: the Ravens should win this game, but the other team's got Michael Jordan at quarterback. <laughs> when you got okay. when you got MJ. You know, he's right. I, I mean, he's care. right. <laughs> you know, it's it, it's it's hard to say. Oh, he doesn't have a chance, and he's bringing good defense with him. So, essentially, all you have to do is keep the game just close enough for him to steal late, and that's kind of how I think. If the Chiefs are going to win, they're going to have to do it. I don't think. I think play, if you would player for player, you would you would take the Ravens over the Chiefs. There's no question about it. But, you know, the Chiefs have, have been in this situation. They're all that talk about, oh, they hadn't had a road game. Okay, they just spilled all that last week. And they actually should have won by more than, than, than the final score um, because of, the, right. you know, the, 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 the situation that they fumbled the ball at the one-yard line that went into the end. So otherwise they would have went by ten points easily. Um, oh, man. I, I per, personally, I don't have. I'm not going to pick anyone to root for or against in this game. Um, give me a chance. Do it in Ra- chances. Do it in do it do it in percentage chances instead of scores. Then. Like, All right. Have? I'll say. Yeah. I'll say Ravens about a 52 percent chance of winning. Wow. Okay. Whew, that's closer than I thought. <laughs> Very close. Hey, hey, Carl, real quick question. You you made reference to Patrick Mahomes as the magician. What do you think about calling him the wizard? Would would the wizard be just as fitting for Patrick Mahomes? I mean, assassin, um, killer, um, viper. How about, you know, (laughs) how about Steph Steph Curry of football? Think about it. That too, yeah. You know he's coming. Uh, yeah. Put it this way, he's coming to Baltimore, and he's coming to rip your heart out, and he will rip <laughs> the heart, your heart out. And you know that's it's just a matter of whether or not. It, like I said, the Ra- the Ravens defense is awesome. I mean, all levels of the defense is awesome. So there is a matchup situation right there. But like. I think I think if the Chiefs can for them to win this game, they have to turn the Ravens over two times. I think that's the number. If they can turn them over two times, I think the game will be within a field goal. But if they okay. if the game is simply just played straight up with no turnovers at all, it's going to be an, a, an uphill battle for the Chiefs to to win it. But like I said, I think three points. I think the Chiefs will have a chance to win the game in the last five minutes. Okay. That is fair. That's fair. Nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one. Chris and Jason. DWB, are you back, bro? Bad. Um the phone decided to drop the minutes wanting to speak, but um 
Interesting, yep, interestingly, this is a this is a tough game. Can you hear me? I got you. We are, we got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah you this is a tough game you for me to on the Android. Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, it's an interesting game for me because I'm a big Patrick Mahomes fan, and I'm a big Odell Beckham fan. Y'all know me. I'm a big Odell Beckham fan, and he's on he, yeah. he's on Baltimore, and Baltimore is playing well. I will say. Um, uh, schematic wise, if if uh, the Chiefs play the way they played last week defensively, they will not win. Not getting stops and letting the other team run up and down the field, you will not win. That was one of the probably worst defensively played games in the playoffs I've seen in a while on both sides. Just it was like a track meet. Although it wasn't high scoring, it was just up and down the field, up and down the field on both ends. So if they decide to play like that defensively, they don't have a chance. Now, if they come and they play with Patrick Mahomes, like you said, they have a chance because, you know, this dude is you know, he's built for this game. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, he's six straight. Uh, he's always been in the, um, in the concert, the, 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 the finals. He's always been. You know what I'm saying? This is the first year mm-hmm. where he's playing on the road. Um, he showed that that wasn't an issue. I just think he is a great cerebral and athletic quarterback, and he makes the plays that need to be played. He doesn't have the level of talent he used to have to make mistakes and rebound from them, so he has to play more perfect ball, and that could be an issue with their defense because their defense will force mistakes. So I will give the edge to Baltimore in this game, close game, you know, something close, you know, 30-27, something like that. Um, but Lamar has to show up, too. He showed up last week, but he has to show up this week, too. Um, you know, there's a lot of criticism. All the pressure is really on him. Mahomes has done all this before. But if the stars are aligned and based on the logo already, Baltimore should win. But there's definitely a chance for, for Kansas City to sneak in there and be a disruptor if they play a better level of defense and their offense clicks like they did last week and where they're not turning the ball over and they're making catches. But I'm going to go with Baltimore in the edge. All right. So how much of a percentage point would you say that was? Uh, I would say they have a 55% chance for Baltimore to win. Fair enough. And if it's a close game, they're in trouble. If it's a close game going in, they're in trouble. Got it. Back to front line extraordinaire. You can check them out um, on IG. Frontliners at IG, is that right? Uh, NYG Frontliners. NYG Frontliners? Got it, got it. Mm-hmm. All right. My man, that's my homie right there, y'all. It's a Hollis Queens kind of thing. Y'all wouldn't understand. Jason, it's your call, Yo. huh? Well, you know, um, an, an interesting factor with this game, and Chris, I know you're going to get upset because you always get upset when I bring this up, is the weather. The weather is going to be a beautiful, light rain, 57, 55-degree day. So, I mean, weather is not going to be a factor. It will actually be an improvement for Patrick Mahomes uh, as opposed to last week. But what's going to be really interesting, and I, I really did not go in-depthly to the defensive front of Baltimore. Can anybody um, – can that defensive line stop Pacheo? Um I think, you know, between his running, it's not even about going outside the tackle. That guy will go straight through, you know, between the center and the guard on each side and just kill you. Um, short yard gain, 10-yard gain, he will, he will bring the pile. As far as that perspective of what Kansas City is going to deploy, um, we all know what Patrick Mahomes can do. He can kill you with his feet. He can kill, he can kill you with contorting his body to make those great passes, sidearm uh, on the other side of a player, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I, I've continued to say this on the show. The one thing that does concern me is the fact of the weaponry of Kansas City, but also Kansas City dropping balls. Um, right. I just – yes, you're going to have Kadarius Tony hopefully not play – that will obviously take out three to four drops, possibly a turnover. We've all been joking about that, which is, I think, pretty funny and pretty sad on his point. 
But as far as the weaponry, um, it's obviously it's going to be Patrick Mahomes finding his spots, picking apart the defense that Denard uh, is, you know, Denard Wilson Williams is going to uh, right. you know, try to obviously offset. Um, as far as the score, you know, I think Carl said it's a three and a half point swing. So it's either going to be uh, Justin or Harrison that's going to kick the field goal, and that's going to be the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You guys are cerebral and deep. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have never listened to the Bleed Blue show before, you're hearing, or you're listening, I should say, to the best people <laughs> that, are, that are qualified to talk about it um, on this particular forum. Well, let's see. For me, which look. which kicker would you rather have in this game? Uh, this, both of them are all-time the greats. Kicking. Justin Tucker. Oh, Justin all Tucker. Great? Both are all-time greats. Uh, <laughs> That's um, the thing. Both of them are all-time greats. That's why just, I'm like, just, it's, it's like six and one, half a dozen in the other. Just, Justin from Baltimore. That's me. Definitely Tucker. Tucker, yeah. All right. Mm. So, so look. Uh, the the Chiefs have had to rely on their defense more this year than any other year. But let me tell you something, y'all. It was troublesome, and I repeat, troublesome to see how they fared against the run against the uh, um, against the Bills. They got gassed by the Bills, okay? And that's going to be nothing compared to the Ravens, who led the league in yards per game, okay? It the Okay, they better be ready. You know, the Ravens, um, they're one of the more aggressive defensive teams, Jason, in the league. And and that to me, that's going to be a major challenge for Mahomes, Stakes. Major. You got that guy, um, Justin, how did he say his name? Matabuki, he's like outstanding pass rusher. He had like 13 sacks this year. You got Roquan Smith, who's a major friggin' force on the other side. You got Kyle Hamilton, who's a game changer and will just screw your entire game plan up. I'm I'm a little afraid for the uh, for Kansas City this this year, man. In this this particular time, okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know. On the other side. You know, with Kansas City's defense, um, well, let me see. You got Spagnola. He's got a, he'll do an excellent job of trying to make life difficult for Lamar Jackson. But And, you know, and, and Chris Jones is there and uh, Karlafis is there. And, you know, they were outstanding during the regular season. I give them that. And they'll keep the game close, like Carl said. But, whoa, uh, it's, it's going to be a full-time job. And I'm going to give them, the Ravens, a 70% chance of winning it. I believe if they're up by 10 points going into the fourth quarter, I think it might just be over for Kansas City. I drew, I truly think so. Okay? Oh, and also I forgot who mentioned it, but Pacheco, yeah, he, he he's a plus normally. I don't know how much of a plus he's going to be this time. I truly think that this is the this year – Lamar Jackson is going to get a chance to get to the big game, and he's going to make he's, he's going to ensure that we have an absolutely Taylor Swiftless God darn Super Bowl. I promise you, that's what he's going to do. All right, nine two nine four seven seven four one seven one. You are listening to the Bleed Blue Show, Chris Jason, and the rest of the Bleed Blue fans and crew and frontliners that are here. And we're going over every little darn thing about the – we just finished AFC. Now we're going to move over to the, to the NFC now. Woo! Well, look, y'all know what it is over there, too. Jason, you still with me, or did you go someplace? I'm right here, Chris. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for you to ask you to chime in. I'm here. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so you guys know what this is, man. Um, I don't even know how to even this, – this one's a tough – this is what my tough one. This is the one that's giving me hell. Because I don't know what I'll be actually looking at yet, okay? Because the narrative surrounding these two teams has been vastly different all year. The 49ers have turned somewhat into villains, you know? And the Lions have become, out of nowhere, the most beloved team in the country. (laughs) They've been shitty since I was 
I think I didn't have my front teeth yet at that time. It's I a mean, good David story. Battle, that was a long time. They have not been that they've not mattered. And thus far, they've had a great run. I don't know if I don't think they simply have enough defense to slow down all the 49ers' weapons. I don't know. I'm gonna let the 40. I meant the 40. I'm gonna let the frontliners talk about that, starting with Lady Blue, because I just don't know yet. I just don't know yet. So I'm gonna skip my my comment, Lady Blue. I'm gonna hand it off to you, girlfriend. Yeah, this game is pretty much gonna be, you know, up and. It's going to be, I hope, a really good game. It's who we want to win versus who should win, basically. I mean, like you said, the country is rooting for Detroit, I think, because, one, like I said, they haven't been there in over 30 years. Like you said, they have been irrelevant for a very long time. They weren't taken seriously then either. No, they weren't. Yep. We but their fans their fans are so dedicated. I mean, they've got the most dedicated fans in Detroit because come on, what else do they have in Detroit? I mean, really. But I mean, to me <laughs> both quarterbacks have have trick, trick. you know I mean, come on. I mean, they each have over thirty touchdowns and under fifteen interceptions. I I mean it's going to be – I'm really hoping it's a good game, but I really, really want Detroit to go forward. I really do. I mean, I'd love to see them go to the big game because I think this is their year and they really deserve it this year. But Brock Purdy and that team, I mean, I mean with McCaffrey and, and Ayuk and Kittle, it's just – I mean, those names are just – yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, with, but then again, the Lions have St. Brown and Laporte. I, it's just, it's going to be a very good game. I'm hoping. I mean, I'm really hoping it's a good game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout because I think everyone expects the Niners to win. I'm sure Carl has the the stats on that. I don't know what the spread is on that game. Oh yeah, we'll get to him. We'll get to Carl. Yeah, okay, continue. But continue. I'm, I'm really, I'm really, really wanting. I want the Lions to win, and I, I, I think they can pull it off if they don't have the mistakes, and if they can slow down Purdy and their offense. Okay, all right. Uh, check out Ranger Proud, y'all. Um, the, the Tuesday show. The Rangers are. That's a pretty decent conversation. You'll, you'll enjoy yourself if you just chime in. He, you can follow him on Facebook, Twitter, Empire Sports Media, and Forever Blue Shirts for all the news about the Rangers and everything else around the NFL. Um, Dre Graham, you are up, sir. You want to talk about this game? The Niners and the, uh, the, the uh, what do you want to call it, the upstart Lions? Listen, hell, hell of a story with the Lions. Um, I like what their coach has done over there. Um, if you think about it, their play and the way they get after it on the field is a mirror of their coach's identity and his personality. You, yeah. you see him on the sideline, he'd be, he be fired up, and his team is fired up. But A former Giant. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. But I'm I'm gonna have to tell you this, man. It's gonna be I you know, I, I got I got Sam Fran only because of the simple fact. Um I do not trust Jared Goff if and when the defense get after him. I mean, it's gonna be so bad that we're gonna anybody would be able to mistake this game as us against Brady. If the colors were indifferent, if you if you know what I'm saying, is how we got after yeah. Brady, it, it's gonna it, it's gonna be like that, but it's gonna be worse because we was going after Brady, you know the so-called goat. So it would have been worse with a less experienced quarterback than Brady was at that time. And here we go, a less experienced quarterback. Uh, he he's been to the Super Bowl, won the Super Bowl, but he. 
he he's never got his ass whooped like he's about to get this 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 Sunday, man. Think about it, man. You got you got Bosa. I don't even want to think about what Bosa going to do to him. Everybody on that defense is fast as hell <laughs> across the board. You got linebackers that can run you down from the other side of the field. You got safeties that's 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 locked down. It's is that defense is fast. That defense. That defense is the is is the Miami Dolphins of defenses, as far as how Miami Dolphins offense is. That's how their defense is, and uh, they tackle pretty good. So, um, yeah, I I don't I don't think Detroit is going to be able to match them. Detroit, um, they're too new in the game. I mean, for God's sake, the announcer said the last time they went to the playoffs, text messages wasn't even out. You know how long text messaging been out? Text messaging wasn't even out the last uh, time. Not yeah, they, well, they, yeah. it was not it was nineteen ninety one when the Redskins won the Super Bowl. That's the last time they went to the playoffs. Yeah, that's the year I got so, divorced. Anyway, continue. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, I, uh, I I have I have Sam Fran. Um, I say I say I got San Fran by uh, ten ten or more points. Okay, got it. That's Dre Graham, everybody. All right, C notes, you're up. And we got a real good game here. Um, you, you you just hope that you know it's almost like this game is like the you know like in a in a boxing card where you have like the the heavyweight fight and you have the undercard. The heavyweight fight right. is actually coming first, and so. I know this is the, the the game's gonna you 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 just hope that you know you're you're not sort of worn out from the first game that you get to the second game and it's like all right it may take a little while to sort of settle in but that's something I am kind of wondering about uh, coming up on Sunday you know good matchup here on, on both sides um, I think health is a big issue particularly on the 49ers side I don't know. I saw that we haven't gotten any reports about whether or not Samuel is going to play or not. Um, and it seems like when, when, what yeah, happened, and you know whether he he, he was at practice today. Yeah. I'm not sure what his his uh, availability was, but he was there at practice today, which is a good sign. Yeah. So I mean, whether it probably be game time decision. I don't. We don't. They don't. They don't know right now. And it seems like whenever the combination of, of Purdy, McCaffrey, Samuel, Kittle, and um, and Trent Williams. Like, I if just... somebody of that five is missing, oh, you can even add a, But it seems like if someone from that set is missing, the 49ers' mm-hmm. offense isn't the same. And taking Debo out of there is a huge, huge factor. So we're, I don't. We're gonna have to wait on that. And the other thing I noticed, especially last week, you know the. The right side of San Francisco's offensive line wasn't good at all. I was just like, I'm watching these guys. I'm like, ooh, okay. And so I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, the 49ers can be had. And then defensively, you know, I got to disagree with um, with Dre. I, I didn't think the 49ers defense last week was really any good. I thought that the Packers were, were doing a really good job of moving the ball, protecting the passer. Yeah. Um they were running – Aaron Jones was running the ball on him. I think he had – I think it was 110 yards or something like that. i got to check the number again. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking to myself, the Lions are coming at a game with probably the best offensive line in the league. You know, they, they're they not – you know, they had some injuries early in the year. I know Ragnow got hurt a, a bit in the game last week. We'll see what the latest is on him coming up here. I think I think he got out of it okay. Um, but, you know, they're bringing their big line to the game. And if they can push – the 49ers defensive line around, I think Detroit's got a good chance at this. Now, defensively, Detroit's, you know, got some issues. They're going to allow some stuff in the passing game. Um, they're going to be more reliant on, you know, getting an interception or two or getting a fumble recovery or two, perhaps. Um, we don't know what the weather right now in San Francisco is going to be, if it's going to be. I think they're looking at clear skies, but last week with the rain, Purdy having a little issue, you know, throwing the ball uh, in that sort of wet environment. I remember when we played there, uh, that that classic game against the 49ers. That was another rain game as well. Seems like San Francisco right in January. You're it's about a 50-50 shot of, of getting rain uh, up there for for their playoff games. No matter what, just based on time of the season up there. So we'll have to kind of see if the weather plays a role. 
Um, okay. I, I think this game's a close game. I know the spread is seven points, and I think that's sort of an, a reaction to what happened last week because a number in my head was like nine points regardless because the 49ers have been so dominant all year. Um, but I think they may have seen that performance that San Francisco gave on Saturday and sort of adjusted a little bit accordingly. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take my chances here on an upset with, uh, with Detroit. But I would say this game is a, about a 51-49 matchup um, with, in terms of percentage. Very close. close. Very close games. I don't, I don't believe there will be a blowout in either game. Okay. That's the notes. Oh, man. DWB. Give me what you got, what you got. Yeah, well, yeah. It, that's what our playoff football is supposed to be. I mean, the championship games, they should be close games, evenly matched. That's kind of the quote-unquote parody that the NFL kind of aims at, although they kind of try to orchestrate the theater, you know, a little bit in, in terms of marketing and, and likability. But that's another story for another time. Um, with this matchup, uh, it's intriguing. Uh, uh, it's very close. Um, I think San Francisco, even with their game, because they, they, you know, um, Green Bay gave them everything, and they really, Green Bay almost pulled it out. And I was not impressed with their offense, and I'm not, not impressed with how they play defense either. Um, and with Debo Samuel, so when usually when Mr. Irrelevant has all his weapons, he, he he's invincible, but it, one of his key weapons is missing, it's not so much. And then, you know, uh, San Francisco has shown throughout the season that they can lose. If you get pressure, you get pressure on, on, on Purdy and make him think about it, and he'll, he'll make some errant throws and he'll, he'll put, you know, he'll throw the ball away. So it, it's close. Uh, Lions seem like a team of destiny, don't they? They, they, they've been playing well. They've been hitting on cylinder. They're like, America's darlings. I won't call them America's team, but you know I won't jinx them. But they're like America's darlings right now. You know everybody's really mm-hmm. rooting for them because you know it's you know the weather's been really dry. You know they had some great talent previous years: Stafford, Megatron, Barry, and you know nothing really fruitful. Last I think championship game was what ninety one. I would think they yeah. lost to the. I think it was the Redskins they lost to, right? Yep, that's exactly um, what he lost. I think it was the Redskins, yeah. Mark Rippin. Yep. Yep, Mark Rippin. I yep. remember that game. Yep, I remember that. I was really rooting for um, Barry, man. I wanted to see Barry yeah. get there, you know. But um, yep. um, they they feel like a team of destiny. But, you know, mm-hmm. we know the, the Niners are at home and they're their favorite. If they play a clean game, I think if Debo plays even at 85%, they have a good chance. But it's going to be close. They're going to be two close games. It's going to be close. Um, screw it. I'm going with. I'm going with Detroit. We we've we've seen, you know, San Francisco has been to the championship game <clears throat> several times in the last ten years. You know, and gone to the Super Bowl I think twice, and lost both mm-hmm. times. So you know, let's see somebody else. Um, All right. I'm rolling, I'm rolling All right. with them, them, them boys in Motor City. And I think it's like, a, like you said, about 52 to whatever the 49, 49. whatever the yeah. percentage is, yeah, 48. for Detroit. Sorry. 48, right. yep. 929 This is the Bleed Blue Show. My boy Jason is here, and he's going to tell you exactly what he thinks like he always does. You know, Chris, I'm going to try to make this uh, rather quick because I know that we may be pressed for time. But I know that, you know, Elaine said, and I think you said, I think, uh, yeah, you and Elaine said this is kind of a great story for Detroit. Uh, it, it's been um, just a, a shit show for them year after year. But I'd like to shift it a little bit to Brock Purdy. He's a hometown guy. He's from yeah. Arizona. Um, I mean, major accolades here in Arizona where the weather is beautiful year-round. Went to Iowa State. I guess you could say he was okay in Iowa State, was drafted as Mr. Irrelevant, came out of nowhere. Look what he did, unknown. No one knew anything. No one obviously had any tape on him. Took, took, took the 49ers to, you know, championship game. That pretty much busted his arm. I look at this as a great story for a local guy 
but I also look at it as redemption for the 49ers because of what happened last year. Now, I know Dre and uh, Carl spoke on the defense. Um, I just want to add to what Dre was saying. Carl, I agree with you. They played really bad last week, but Eric Armstead, Bosa, uh, uh, and Chase Young are not going to have a repeat of getting bulldozed by Detroit. Um, they're going to bounce back. They're going to stop them. This game is a redemption game all the way around. As far as the offense, I mean, look at the weaponry that Shanahan's going to get to play with. He's got all these nice little shiny toys, objects, gadgets, whatever you want to call them. There's going to be – I mean, he's probably going to even infuse Hugic uh, into this. You're going to probably see some nice fullback blocking. You're probably score on a two-yard run at the two-yard line. So, I mean, Shanahan's going to have a complete bag of tricks. My only concern is – is Debo. Without this, without Debo, unfortunately, San Francisco will not go. And I just kind of wanted to leave it on that and uh, shift it to Chris and hear what Chris has to say on that. Hey, Jason, uh, say have a blessed day. Say have a blessed day, Jason. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I would stay away from it. Say what? All right. Um, okay, so... You had to leave it to me, did you? All right. Well, let me see. Let me let me let me take a really good honest look at this game here, because this this game has been troubling me all week long, all week long. All right. And you're right. If if if, if Debo's unable to go, that might be a problem. Okay. Um. Let me see. The, the 49ers, like like Carl said, is they're the biggest favorite of the weekend. And the biggest favorite to win the Super Bowl. But you know what? Something like like DWB said, something seemed a little bit off in that in that, that win that they had over the Packers. And they didn't play their best ball. I I was trying to blame it on the fact that maybe they were rusty. But uh I can't do that really? anymore, man. The Lions Lions won't be intimidated on Sunday. Um if I look at everything Per, verbatim, right? I'm looking at the 49ers with this really dynamic offensive team. They can light up the, score, the scoreboard if they get a dry day. You know that. I don't have to tell you about Christian McCaffrey. I don't have to tell you about George Kittle. And him and Ayuk are excellent targets this time in the season. And if Debo comes back to the lineup, look, look out. So I got to give them a little bit of an edge there. If I'm looking at defense, I'm looking at Greenlaw and Ward and Bosa got dogs, and they they have one of the most opportunistic and, and aggressive defensive teams in the league. You y'all know that, okay? Whereas the Lions' defense, you know, they depend on Hutchinson and and uh, Alizon, and you know that that kind of helps them a bit. That's cool. But I gotta say this: this is what I see. This game de- depends on one specific factor, and just one. And this is my opinion. Jason yeah. kind of took my thunder about it a little bit. If Brock Bur- Purdy comes out there and wets the bed in the first quarter and a half, like he struggled against the Packers, and he doesn't get off to a sharp start, I don't know. I don't know. Because the Lions are not going to back down. They're a little bit tougher than we all think they are. See, the pressure is really on 49ers in this game. They've been expected to win the Super Bowl all year, and they're built to win it, actually. And Jared Goff is playing with house money at this point. He's the better quarterback in this game, believe it or not. Yes, I'm saying that about Jared Goff. He's been raising sharp in those two wins. You know, with the Lions as a team, with all of this stuff going on in the country, they've been through an emotional ringer these last two playoff games and earning a spot in this game. Okay? But Goff has been on fire. He's reading defenses extremely well. He's confident. He's, um, he's, he's, he's accurate. You know, the, the, they, uh, the Lions also know they have to support him with a solid running game and – Look, Montgomery and Jamar Gibbs are they're playing the best ball of their goddamn lives right now. 
You got Amon St. Brown, who no one talks about. The speed and the hands and the way he excels after the catch. And Laporta with his third down freaking magic. I think this could be a problem for the 49ers in San Francisco, particularly if they shake up um, Birdie. So I'm going for the upset. I truly believe they're going to win this game by by um, probably six points. I, not quite a touchdown, not just over, probably just over a, a field goal. I think there's going to be a a, um, a controversial call, probably a pass interference. Knowing them, knowing the officials, I think there's going to be probably a, a, a controversial call by one of the coaches a bad fourth and fourth and goal or some shit like that. Something's going to happen. But Detroit is going to win this game. They're going to somehow pull it out of their ass, and the world is going to say, oh, shit, who the hell is this? And I think the odd thing about it is, the funny thing that's going to really make y'all laugh about it is, they lost on Thanksgiving. <laughs> when they, they got their ass kicked, as a matter of fact, and that's when they're supposed to fucking play. Year, year, year in, year out, every fucking year they play on Thanksgiving, and they look like shit. Most of the time people drive home after they had their food after that, or they probably turn to a damn Disney movie or something like that because they're not going to watch Detroit get their ass kicked. And they got their ass kicked this year. But I don't think that's going to happen right now because the emotional high is so much more different than what it was earlier. This team is flying, and they're on a different road. And let me tell you, you're going to – I I I I didn't say I'm always right, but God darn it, I see something in the air here. Now, I'm gonna leave it at that right now. Okay. Uh, you know, please, Blue you know, Joe. You know, I want Crystal. you guys to go around the board and say and and give your final thought. Like, eh, give it about a minute for everybody. Uh, tell everybody how you feel. Tell everybody to share the show on Instagram and Facebook. All your friends, tag them. You know, whenever when whenever you see the. Oh, by the way, and I will tell you what, um, I didn't I, I didn't say what the. I'm give I'm I'm gonna go ahead and I'm going to give a 55 percent chance of the Lions winning this game. Yes, call me nuts. That's right, I said it. By the way, if Steve was around, he'd probably give them the Niners 60 percent and probably the Ravens 70. I'm going to speak for him on that one. But go around. Let's go around the court, man. Tell everybody what's up. Lady Blue. I just want to see good games, um, even games, and I uh, hope to see the Ravens and the Lions in the Super Bowl. But no matter what, I'll be bleeding blue 24-7, 365, baby. Bleed blue, the Lady Blue. Oh, man. Uh, Dre Graham. Dre Graham, Dre Graham, Dre Graham. Yeah, just just hoping that, you know, this week we could be two for two as far as seeing uh, hell of a game. Uh, last weekend games, was, they they were magnificent, magnificent to me. Had my eyes glued to the TV, very competitive games. Um, just hoping this week. You get a competitive game, no pushover games, and you know let's let's get at it. NFL season, uh, our season over. NFL season is not over. You know we're still football fans at the end of the day. Bleed blue, bleed blue. That's Trey Graham, everybody. That's my man right there. Oh man, see notes extraordinaire. What's your final thought? You know, you know. I, something to think about, because something, something that I know, I know a lot of Giant fans will, will talk about. You know, at the end of last season, the Detroit Lions basically told you that these were the, this was a new day, and these were the new Lions. And they carried that all the way up into, into the season, where the expectations were going to be that the Lions were going to make this push and finally be the real team and be a playoff team that they ended up being. And you know what? They didn't run away from that. They embraced it. They took it in, and they went out and performed. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, as Giant fans, we talk about, oh, you know, the Giants can't perform unless, you know, we are, unless we're not expected to win. The Detroit Lions haven't won shit in, in, in like, ever. But they embraced 
the idea that, you know what, we're going to do something this year. And you know what they did. So it's the mindset. That's something I, if we, if we take anything away from this sort of playoff run, it's that the mindset of, of victory and expectation should be something that we should, you know, seek out and hope for in the future. Oh, man, that's, that's, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. See, no, that was up. That was up, y'all. What, DWB is up. Final thoughts, though. So my final thought is with the, uh, the conspiracy that's been going on the last couple of months regarding the, <clears throat> the NFL Super Bowl logo, which was one color, which was, I think it was red and silverish blue, and then it switched to uh, purple and now red, which would signify um, Baltimore versus Kansas City. Um, it's interesting to see um, how it's going to play out. Um, I mean, maybe they have some kind of aggregator uh, AI bot at the NFL office in, in New York or in Jersey where they, uh, they, run the, they run the numbers so they, they know the best options and then they, if it's close, they change it. It could be something like that. But it's interesting. It's, it's fun to make, you know, to to talk about um, but those are the two favorite teams in the matchup so maybe they they know something that we don't um, but I, I, I want to see I would love to see Ravens versus Lions I think that would be uh, a good Super Bowl um, to uh, not two first timers but you know two teams that haven't been in it in a while um, Ravens right. more recent than the Lions I think that would be make for better TV I mean, it's always great to see Patrick Mahomes, but I could do without Taylor Swift um, being cut to every, every you know, eight minutes or whatever, whatever they do. But, um, I'm just looking forward to some really good football. I'm looking forward to um, some really good, you know, both games being really, really good quality football. And, um, you know. We're winding it down, guys, uh, guys and gals. There's only, you know, three games left in the NFL season. It started so quickly, right. and now it's almost over. So enjoy. Lee Blue. All right. Jason, final thought, bro. Just a couple of minutes. Man, I, I, I love championship weekend. I mean, this, is, this to me is just we're going to have just some great, great games, great competitions, great food, great commercials. Ain't nobody sleeping, taking naps. It's going to be eyes glued to the game itself. Um, I'm not sure who kind of hit. I think it was Banks. Or, I don't want the referees dictating who goes to the Super Bowl. Now, personally, I do want to see Kansas City play San Francisco, but I want it to be one fair and square. I don't want referees coming up with the bullshit to push the envelope, to push the narrative to push the WWE storyline. I want it to be won by the team that deserves to go and not have referees dictate based on the lead and the money that they're making. Um, Hell yes. I, I, I'm looking forward. If we are going to have a Super Bowl Lead uh, uh, Blue Show pregame, I'm looking forward to that if we are, so we can dissect the Super Bowl, have a little fun with that. And just like DWB said, that two weeks from now, that's it. Super Bowl's on. It's over. As soon as that clock strikes zero, there's a winner. Everybody in the league is now zero zero. Let's get it. Amen. Amen. It's my boy Jason, my running partner on the show. Uh, I want to thank everybody for showing up. That's the Lady Blue and 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 Dre Graham, Carlos C Notes, DWB. You've heard some cerebral minds here talk about the AFC and NFC Conference Championship games this upcoming weekend. And guess what? Everything you heard was spot on. The analysis. By the way, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to thank everybody for calling, coming on. I want to check, I want everybody to check out um, all the archives. You know, uh, check, check out iTunes. Podcast Republic, Stitcher app, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio for all the Bleed Blue Show material. Uh, hey, listen, look out! Look out! 
on your on your on your um social media for all of the upcoming for all our upcoming stuff. And uh, before I say bleed blue goodbye, I just want to remember. I want you guys to know that we will be on next Thursday too for the Super Bowl preview show. That's right. I had to turn the music off to let y'all know that. Super Bowl preview show. Hopefully that will be the Ravens versus Lions because the people are going to fall in love with the Lions and the, the country will be in euphoria. We Lord knows we need it. So that's it. That's the Bleed Blue show. Everybody say Bleed Blue to your people. Bleed Blue. Bleed Blue. Bleed Blue, Bleed blue baby. Blue.